the milk splatter that won't go away. Okay, so the first milk splatter, I'm just going to go look at the picture while I talk about it here. The first milk splatter is the one on the very right, and it landed on a table in, uh, on the table in our RV in 2016, in the middle of 2016 when everything had changed, and we were in a very high vibrational reality. A psychic I met later uh, had mentioned this, said that a sign was left on a table for us, and it was Adina that found it. She was pouring cereal. A drop hit the table. It just looked like a mess. She put the milk away, turned around, and that's the pattern that was there. So she took a picture. I was aware that we were coming into multidimensional reality, different timelines, and different potential, different potentials as far as different versions of Earth. So it was just all at the right place and the right time to get this um, sign or symbol on the table, which to me looked like somebody had sort of vibrationally patterned it, like putting sand on the drum and then hitting the drum with sound vibration and it breaks into a pattern. And it kind of looked like a heart in the center with 15 dots and a couple little ones on the outside. There is a second milk splatter, which I talked about recently, which has three dots on the outside. Um, and I was aware that these timeline op potentials would be disappearing. In other words, um, we would, uh, we would be narrowing our options down as time went on. And now we're in 2020, the final year, uh, the divergence. Final year, yeah, for this divergence, the storm that puts the pressure on and uh, puts us into um, the frequency that we truly are. We can't avoid the inner truth. It's going to come to the surface in this. Okay, so um, then today, today's message hit me and the first picture is uh, is in the first set of sketches that I drew that summer in 2016, and it was a puzzle. There was a couple that represented puzzles. Um, I believe I thought about the eggs on the outside, those little eggs, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten eggs on the outside as surprise earths, like surprise eggs. I wasn't sure. I thought that was a tree um, in the middle, but it isn't. It's the milk splatter. It hit me today. I said, that's the milk splatter. That's the splatter rising up with the, with the dots around it and the puzzle for me to figure it out. And it is the puzzle. Then Adina said, did you see the picture of a virus under a microscope? And I'd seen stuff in biology, but I didn't see this. And so she showed me or told me about it and then showed me the, the picture in the middle at the bottom. That's a picture of a virus. And then the picture at the top is also the virus, the coronavirus. And it's got, it's really neat. Eh? I mean, who knows exactly what it looks like, but it, both of those look like the milk splatter and um, the coronavirus itself. I don't know why there's a spiral in the middle. I mean, it seems like it's a legit sort of textbook type picture of, uh, or explanation of a, uh, of the coronavirus, but it's, um, you know, hopefully it's clear enough. It's not exactly the biggest image. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about a few things. One was the virus. The virus is the laying the foundation in isolation and putting the pressure on for people to align into who they truly are, I believe, because it's going to lead from one thing to the next. More major catalysts will happen, but it does really fit this sort of, uh, this diverging catalyst that's going to get us to choose our reality. Are we going to unify or not unify? There's more to come. Um, and with three, let's say, I didn't put the, the third milk or the 
the second picture of the milk splatter up that happened recently this spring or this uh yeah if you can call it spring now i guess um late winter uh there was three dots and a couple of stragglers that had already left <coughs> maybe not stragglers but they're they're not quite out of our field yet and uh and here we are it it fits the puzzle the diver a diverging catalyst a virus this is the divergence uh, the picture I just put up being the milk splatter, also the, the crossword puzzle uh, around it kind of thing. And the barbed wire, and at the time when I drew that, I thought it was like blood coming down from each barb. But it's quite possible that as we get snagged by polarity in what's happening, we will end up, um, that's where we, we choose to go. And it's also, uh, yeah, that was the reason I put it up, was the city in the washing machine uh, inside kind of thing. So we're being sort of, you know, when you spin something, centrifugal force, it separates particulates. Uh, I can't, we were just studying that. Me and, uh, me and Julia, yeah, I know it's a little advanced, but we were reading about, uh, in, in very basic terms, I explain things because it's not a whole lot of biology for grade three. But as we're reading through it, I'm explaining, uh, well, this was chemistry, I guess. Um, I was explaining how uh, when you spin a ball in a circle, you can feel the weight uh, increase the faster you go so she could relate to it and I said um, you know that that's this idea of being able to separate things like if you were to heat up metal and spin it or uh, spin uh, like oil if you have oil in the ocean and you spin it up you can get the oil to go to the center of of the uh, vortex it's a weird bird noise outside <coughs> excuse me and uh, anyway so yeah it all fits together the milk splatter the earth's a surprise eggs it's a puzzle it's a virus it's a it's a diverging divergence catalyst you have a heart in the middle of the milk splatter on the right that means stay in your heart to align with the one you want and uh and that's it i want to beat a dead horse here but it, it's quite interesting so the uh i didn't quite say maybe everything i wanted to say about aligning you know coming into the Understanding that you truly love your body. One, first you would have to learn that uh, the body really is alive, really is your best friend and really does love you. I mean, that's the nature of reality. That's the foundational energy of reality. It's the core of it. And we have free choice to screw it up or distort it or use it to um, create things that aren't really there, illusions of fear and, and hate and separation and things like that. And yeah, I relate to what that is you know what i mean it's it's not like i haven't been afraid or been hateful or whatever pissed off about things i'm pretty open about it on this channel so uh when you can understand that this is your best friend you're with you're not your body but you are your body you are the conscious awareness behind the senses of the body and you want to bridge a connection a trinity connection to, between body mind and spirit you have the heart, the pineal gland, and the imagination. The imagination is your third eye. It is where you get your psychic information, your telepathy, I suppose. You could look at it that way as well. That, but it's the high vibrational communication comes through the heart, which means you have to begin to open your heart. It's why children can see ghosts and have imaginary friends and have telepathy and you know, have all this sort of psychic protection and things like that. Uh, where animals will protect them and you know it's just really interesting what happens but they're in a high vibrational communication and their intuition is really honed in they're excited to learn what they want to learn what they need to learn for their lifetime and they're excited to go play and to have certain friends and 
and they go with the shaping that they came in with. They go with the soul plan they came in with as long as the parents don't get too much in the way of what it is they think that the child should learn or do or whatever it is. You know, I mean, it's not like it's a bad intent. It's just we grew up in the dark ages as parents. And, and a light workers, a lot of light workers had parents that were just, I mean, was there, I mean, I've argued this before. They don't quite entirely understand what love is. They might have a parental instinct, but as far as deep levels of compassion and love and sacrifice, not a fucking chance. Most of them that I've run into so far with light workers, most of the stories that have been shared, but you'd only, I guess, share the ones that are really horrible, have been pretty brutal parents, you know what I mean? Where the parents are sort of lost in their own life, their own work, their own thing. They don't give really gives a rat's ass about anything else beyond that, about the me, me, me. Sorry I'm picking on on people here, but I'm just saying, I mean, it's, it's just the nature of it. But we have the parents that we needed to break free from the past, to leave it behind. Um, some parents are great too. I mean, we have parents, uh, there's people in my family with lots of compassion and uh, examples of love and <clears throat> it's not all bad. We have a contrast and I think maybe a lot of us had contrast. Some people that were awesome, some friends that were awesome, some parents and some people that are just really cold that kind of thing and it gives us uh, a canvas to work with the ability to trigger things to grow up to reflect to think about things so it's uh it's all exactly the way it should be and it's all planned out the actual uh soul or consciousness um undisturbed by the human is pure love i mean on the other side it's all you know it's all love we're not um when we get to the other side we're not going to feel like we have a problem with anybody, we're going to realize that it was all volunteer, it was all part of our free choice, and it was all planned together for each of us to learn what we came to learn. Some of us play the good guys, some of us play the bad guys, but in the end, they're all good guys to help the collective move forward into its highest potential. You have to have, you have to have the, um, yeah, you have to have some kind of plot to work with. You have to have some kind of of polarity to interact with. To sharpen the knife, you have to have something that's, you know, going to scratch the shit out of the knife to sharpen it. You know what I mean? I don't need to get into all the metaphors, but the point is it's all good. It's just all quite challenging, but it's only challenging to the level that you're capable of being challenged because you do it to yourself. It's the old saying, you know, God doesn't give you more than you can handle, but really you don't give yourself more than you can handle. But I'll tell you what, you are probably going to weigh yourself down as much as you can possibly take it because that's you doing it to you. And I've said that even with relationships. I mean, it's all one soul uh, that animates reality here, all one consciousness, all one source energy that animates reality at different frequencies by the free choice of that which is being animated kind of thing. So it's, it's all connected anyway. And if you, you know what you do to other people, you do to yourself. Um, you learn your lessons. We take on sort of this instacarma, or we have this sort of instant physics uh, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. But the actual karma, it's something you need to release. The actual karma of taking stories from past lives and bringing them forward to complete the learning because you passed on, that's something we need to let go because you're not carrying on in the dark ages anymore. You're carrying on in the age of of awakening, uh, you know, like the whatever, Aquarius, awakening, unity, consciousness, compassion, love. So you actually need to get rid of all of that old stuff and just come in clean. You have to sort of clear yourself out. It was something that came up uh, very strongly in the, the first client uh, session I did uh, drawing the picture. I mean, it's, it's, we're being cleared out. Kundalini is rising. We're, we're clearing the slate 
uh, we're clearing, we're becoming blank, we're letting go of the past. And then those who pass on, we don't know really where they're going or what they're doing. They could be the most asleep person in the world and come back an awake genius in the next lifetime. They just were here to play a certain role to facilitate things. Maybe people that just didn't need to learn anything else. We really don't know and we can't judge. We can be kind of pissed off and tired and worn out by some of the people that were in our lives, but it was done out of love, and I get that. It's just, you know, from a human perspective, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to put it all to bed, but in this period of time, it's the best time to put it to bed. Anyway, getting to love your body is really important because that allows that spirit energy to flow through you physically, not just through the heart and then the pineal sort of messaging in the mind's eye, but physically through your body. Now you're taking the energy that A Course in Miracles talks about, the revelation from God, the energy that comes through, let's say you, or that came through Jesus to heal other people, that's a free-flowing love energy, high-vibe balancing energy that then reaches out to the next field for those around the master or the healer that begins to balance those people. But it has to go through physically. So if you have all of these sort of filters and this disconnect between your consciousness of who you are and your body, it's not going to flow through pro properly. So it's a very important connection that is to be made by the healers. And it's exponentially, uh, it's bringing a super amount of, it's exponentially more powerful to open the floodgates, to open the gates through your body, through your DNA, allow the energy to go through. So understand your body is literally alive, loving you to its core and waiting for you to wake up and make the love connection and to start really treating your body like your best friend and do it in the shower. I find the water in the shower is absolutely amazing. And I can make lots of jokes about that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I won't go down that road. It's just too easy and too funny. But anyway, tell your body you love your body in the shower. It's a very, it's, in, it's a cleansing energy. It's balancing. It's a great way. It's the best place that I found to be able to sort of connect and get epiphanies. I used to get them all the time. Soon as I stepped in the shower, bang, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's the epiphany. But anyway, so in that shower space, and then you tell your body you love your body. You don't have to do that the first time, but after that, when you say, I love your body, you'll get the chills. The, it'll roll through you. It's your body speaking to you, and it's the energy rolling through you. It's the connection has been made. The telephone line is now connected. So you, okay, what else did I want to say? So you have that energy, and you can direct it. If you burn yourself, you can direct it down your arm into your hand and hold your hand over the area that's burned. It'll take away the pain. Just visualize that um, the areas that are hurt are healed. A broken bone, see it healing. Um, if you're reading healing books or whatever, you could read about straightening people's spines or um, bringing the pain down by visualizing the nerves going from bright red glowing into nice and white and cool down into, say, blue, or seeing the channel of uh, the nerve pulses going through the body, slowing down, calming down, and coming into a healed state. Pick a color. Just use your intuition. There's no, like I said before, every version of reality is a true version of reality because it's based on the perception and frequency of the observer, of the experiencer, and that is a true uh, theme or experience from that perspective. So for every perspective, there is a truth. So based on your perspective, which is unique to you, then it's based, it's your truth. It has your version of healing, of understanding reality, of moving through, of navigating timelines is not going to be wrong because it's based on your belief system. And we're shedding a lot of beliefs. We're getting rid of the beliefs in order to come into higher frequencies. So we're getting rid of the layers of distortion between us and our toroidal field consciousness, the clarity, high vibrational 
open gate communication that is between uh, us and source energy, we're clearing all of those distortions away by letting go, surrendering and staying out of fear and low vibe stuff. In other words, we're healing ourselves uh, by healing the heart. And you can visualize that as well. There's so much to learn. Healing, channeling, uh, rooting into earth and grounding yourself by visualizing roots growing from your feet into Gaia, bringing white light into the top of your head and letting it flow through you into Gaia, bringing green light energy up or any color you think works for you. I got onto green because uh, it was information I got from my higher self. So bringing high vibe green neon energy up through the body to heal the body, using the violet flame that people talk about to break karma cords and to heal yourself of the past trauma, picturing yourself on fire with violet fire kind of thing. And these are frequencies, color and sound, the visualizations in your imagination. So I have a broken finger, I want to heal it. If I've made a connection or not made a connection to my body, I can still visualize that finger healing. And I'm taking action in that sense. And I can love the finger like Hope and Opino and send love that energy. And that's what the chills energy is. It's a high vibrational love energy. You get the chills. It's like, wow, you know, in that sense, something has happened. It's giving you the chills. You know, it's communication. We just never really knew what it was. And I didn't really know what it was until I started to use it. I was healing without it. I, somebody had told me I, I'm a healer, shamanic. And so I decided to practice with it. And Julia had growing pains. And so I'd hold my hand over the sore areas and visualize it being healed. But then I was getting the chills from doing the body connection. And then I started to just let that energy flow either um, through this sort of uh, quantum way uh, by transcending space-time to the person I'm healing or by holding my hand over somebody and letting that energy go into them, into their field, into their being and visualizing that one being replaced or healed or whatever the case is. And when the electromagnetic field patterns of the Earth, which are impacted by the sun in the galaxy center of the galaxy, like I said, as they change, uh, it impacts our consciousness. It changes the field positions and pattern, the field patterns and position of our consciousness, just like the po polar north or a north-south south toroidal field of Earth is changing. It's tilting. It's changing. Um, it's changing its consciousness in a sense because we're changing and we're changing ours and it's symbiotic and it's a feedback model. But the point is that, um, what am I getting at? The field, it's the same as the Earth. <coughs> and it is shit, I can't remember what I was talking about here, but it is the toroidal field that is shifting of the human. Oh yeah, so our field is changing in response to the field changes that are going on in the galaxy, uh, which would be information coming through galaxy to galaxy, instant communication from quantum mechanics. It's a, I'll, I might talk about dark energy, dark matter or whatever in a second, which is also um, its entanglement or quantum communication, but... Uh, I don't want to lose where I was at here. So you have this electromagnetic field pattern change, which is essentially releasing the limitation on conscious awareness for humanity as a collective here. And that is allowing the collective to move into its appropriate timelines based on the frequency of the uh, being or of, of, the, of each toroidal uh, sphere of each person. Um, and so we're making this free choice. And when you take that limitation off, you have a massive swing of uh, high and low polarity, or positive and negative polarity. You have this, um, you know, when you go through the dark night of the soul and you get into extremes, well, that would affect everybody as far as the extremes go, so that there's nothing holding us back from going as dark as we want or as light as we want. 
And so we're looking to go as light, as, as high vibrational as possible, as light as we want, by truly getting out of our, our own way with, the, with limiting beliefs. Um, understanding that miracles can happen all the time. The miracles are just physics. It's just a reflection of the consciousness at hand that's at play. So uh, connecting with your body is that important. And surrendering to everything is that important. What you're trying to do is get rid of the roadblocks, the things that pull the, the uh, barriers and barricades off the doors. Just let yourself be vulnerable, go with the flow, and uh, allow this sort of these electromagnetic field changes to put you into your natural harmonic state or into your, your, um, into your, into your correct timeline, essentially. Um, the flow, it seems like, I just, it's like I'm moving into a different topic here. The flow or the energy of healing, of allowing that energy and chills energy to sort of come more into your control allows you to heal yourself mentally physically and emotionally as well and when you do that you have the ability to talk to your body to tell it to uh you know lose weight or boost your metabolism to heal yourself cure yourself to make you crave the foods that you should eat for your healthiest state of physical state of being or just entire physical uh, emotional physical mental state of being um, so that you stop eating things you don't like, you start eating things you do like, you get an intuitive understanding of what you shouldn't eat, what you should eat. Um, you, you're connecting to many lifetimes uh, to get the information from your own encyclopedia of what was best for you, where you should live. All of those things become clearer when you open these doors. It's a simple door. There was a few that I go through in the different recordings that I've done. Drop your karma, say it out loud, I drop my karma connect with your body so you can control your body. You have the ability to bring in the high vibrational uh, energy and information to heal people and heal yourself and become your highest potential. Follow your passion to um, the best you can so that you stay in high vibrational energy because you're happy following your passion. So you're giving yourself your, your most potential in this diverging time, the shifting time. Get out of survival mentality and fear. Read Eckhart Tolle's book, The Now. Go on YouTube and listen to it for free or, or buy it or go on to pdfdrive.com and, and look for it there. And there's different books. I haven't read a lot of books through this, but I did go through A Course in Miracles and I did read The Power of Now. I just, I find reading puts me to sleep. Um, I really, really, really have to be interested in it before I'll be able to read it. But a lot of that knowledge will come to you anyway. Once your frequency rises up you're in your toroidal field, you move into a different perspective of the field of consciousness. And that is what brings information, ideas, and the right book at the right time. So instead of having to read a thousand books to learn something that is, that, you know, comes together into a, a new big picture for you, you can just literally get the book show up. Uh, all of a sudden, <clears throat> I've had stuff show up out of, the, like, literally, like magic out of the blue. Um, and I'm sure you've seen things like that happen, too. It's like shifting a reality where you're in, a, you're in a room where there's now a book or a tape or something that wasn't there before. And so no matter what, you'll get what you need when you need it, and you won't have to spend a lot of time. In other words, you don't have to be a study freak. You don't have to really know what's really going on. Uh, as much as just following your intuition, your higher guidance of higher self speaking to you. But the body connection is important, so I wanted to readdress it. Um, so let's leave it at, at that. There's all kinds of healing things that you can do, but you'll get the information from your higher self. Ask it. That's the other one. The, the other big one, there was three. Say out loud to spirit, God, source, show me everything I need to know. 
to move into the my highest potential. And that's really all you need to do. You've made a free choice uh, request or demand it. It doesn't uh, matter how it comes out. The point is, is you have a free choice um, to, to ask for that guidance and then it'll come, but you have to let it go. You don't know what it'll look like. I did, I let it go and I spent a year trying to answer the question. And in the end, I woke up. How could I even expect that? Show me everything I need to know <laughs> to answer the question, what do I want? Sure, okay. Let's just rip the veil right off of reality. There, is that enough? <laughs> a year later, it wasn't. Uh, well, I was able to answer the question actually. Uh, and that was, I want to um, just let me be in harmony with everything that I do. I think that was it. And then I think there was more to, to it after that. It was a three-year final just coming down to disconnecting from from everything and just being uh, part of the flow of unity consciousness. So that I was moving further and further away from what do I want because that seemed to just bring problems and issues and expectations and, uh, and things that go with that, like... Uh, can't even think of it but when you don't get what you're looking for and you sort of have a, you know disappointments and things like that was just to go with the flow and be happy going with the flow uh and letting go of the separation consciousness coming into complete unity consciousness and it's fine because your state of being changes inside you don't find that you need or want to be, have things that are any different than what you're experiencing because it's all just an experience anyway that's your own path you'll find your own path but I'm just saying follow your passion, heal yourself, allow that energy connection with your body and understand that, you know, you've had a long relationship with your body and your body's been sitting there wait, sort of waiting, in a sense, for you to wake up uh, to the reality of, or the truth of who you are, who your body is and what kind of relationship you truly have and the miracles that you're able to accomplish by coming into the awareness or truth of who you are. Uh, so your journey is within. I mean, it's not in YouTube recordings. It's not in religion. It's not in anything. It's going within and getting to the root or core of your heart, uh, which is essentially contains God, everything. You can travel multiverses and beyond to whatever the hell it is that's all included out there through the inner space or the inner, the inner reality because everything comes Everything that is physical that you're experiencing now is essentially, it's a projection of your consciousness, which is basically, it's just a projection of, of the DNA that makes up your entire body, but your heart is, is the portal of communication from source. And it's also, the, uh, it's also where source is, which is everything. Um, you're just sort of a physical manifestation coming from that place within. And so you're shedding the outside stuff to find the truth of who you are within. Nobody can do that for you. Nobody can tell you except to say, hey, turn around, look the other way, look inside and have fun and I'll see you later. And you can still interact on the outside, but your truth and your real journey is going to be within. Okay, let's leave it at that. That was fun. Oh, 11, 1, 1, 1, 2. Oh, I missed it by a minute, but I didn't really. Uh, the 1, 1, 1, 1 is interesting. The 1, 1, 1, 2 just means uh, I don't know, you know what I mean? It just means it's not one, 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 one. I look at those and I'll get one, 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 zero and one, 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 two. Uh, way more now than I'll see one, 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 one. But the one, 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 one was just an awakening code. It was just a parallel reality, awakening code to let us know you're shifting reality because you're looking up at the clock or license plate or whatever it is you're looking at a receipt at the exact right time. But it's not that. You've shifted to a reality where, where that's what it is so that you can become essentially interdimensionally aware that you're an interdimensional traveler. Uh, 
uh, of that's infinite. <coughs> you've always been, you'll always be. And uh, maybe the 1112 is for me, was just for me to be able to say that, mention it, talk about it, and I'll let you go. Okay, talk to you later. Bye.